Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ho, neighborinos, welcome to the third hour of the Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, we're streaming live and doing everything entertainment at mytalk1071.com. Lori, Julia, Donnie out today. They'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, in between time, I'm Holly. Stephanie March is here from the Weekly Dish in Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Thani is here. And My Talk 1071 is bringing you everything Bachelorette. Watch hometown girl Becca find love and win prizes. Join the My Talk 1071 Bachelorette Fantasy League for a chance to win a $100 gift card each week to the Chart House in Lakeville. And Finale Week will give you a chance to win a weekend stay at the AC Hotel in downtown Minneapolis, plus breakfast and a $200 gift card for dinner. Learn more at mytalk1071.com keyword bachelorette. And by the way, new episode on tonight at 7 p.m. on ABC. Oh, yeah. Mark your what dvr yeah <laughs> yeah what? what 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 yeah that would what be appropriate it? uh <laughs> we gotta talk food and celebrities stephanie chrissy Teigen is teaming <sighs> up and doing a little uh my girl nosh uh, uh nosh promotion yes nosh collaboration well we all know that she is of course the queen of uh the inner of twitter of course she is but she's mm-hmm. also you know, uh, a huge food person. And this has been kind of fun. Her book, her New York Times bestselling cookbook, Craving, released in uh, 2016, was a huge hit. And I think people didn't really expect it because whenever you see supermodels put out cookbooks, you you, roll, you get you, a little bit squidgy. Yeah, you tend to want to roll your eyes yes. a little bit. Like, what could Chrissy Teigen have to offer me in the world right. of food? And it's actually lusciousness and awesomeness have you made any of the recipes from this book so the funny thing is that book has been stolen off my desk three times really so i have stopped buying it (laughs) and i keep waiting for them to send me the next one so that hopefully i'll lock it away but i'm just saying there's a lot of things in there that are very um uh, you know they're accessible food but it's also really kind of better than trash you know Mm -hmm. and so and it's not just model food because she's making food for her kids and for her husband john legend and all this kind of fun stuff so she has a new book coming out cravings 2 is coming out and um she but in order to kind of like begin the pimping of this new book she has collaborated with blue apron the collaboration starts today and you basically you can if anyone who orders a chrissy teigen blue apron collaboration is also entered to win a copy of the new book nice um but she's doing recipes from her book so for her new book so some of the things you could order her thai heritage you know she's her parents are one is thai and the other is her mom is thai and her dad is swedish Mm -hmm. um they have um So they've got garlic and soy glazed shrimp with charred broccoli and a hot green pepper sauce. That's an option. That sounds easy. That's this week, right? Sesame chicken noodles with bok choy. Chinese chicken salad with crispy wontons. This is a lot of 
you know, the Thai stuff. Pork banh mi sandwiches with pickled cucumbers and carrots. Yeah, Yum. I'm here for that. Yum. I'm totally here for that. I know. I am down for that. So basically, it's twenty two ninety five a week for the Chrissy Teigen special. Stephanie, are you skeptical about celebrity cookbooks? Oh, super skeptical. In fact, when this, when her first book came out, I think I pretty much ripped into it right away. And then I said, wait a minute, this is actually kind of fun. And we'll, wait, now I'm kind of getting to know her and she seems like an actual real human. The fact that she takes a picture of herself like with Big Belly laying on the couch like playing Mario mm-hmm. Kart on her Switch. <laughs> you're like, she's us. Like, she's our people. She is our people. She is. And I ask you if you're skeptical about celebrity cookbooks because it seems like this lifestyle Ugh. area seems like an opportunity to put a celebrity's name on something and then they have a team of ghost writers, yes. recipe developers yes. working in the kitchen, actually doing the real work yeah. and then having somebody like Chrissy Teigen go out and sell and it sell for it. you. And she is, that is not, her, again, funny enough, I would say that this is not her. She's an actual home cook and her mom has taught her all the Thai recipes and so she's actually, like, food for her is very, and she's just gifted with that DNA to be tall and skinny like that most of the time. So that's great for her. Yay! Yay! Go Chrissy! But I do feel like whenever I see people who are, you know, the celebrity cookbooks, when they're like, cooking at home with, you know... I Cooking don't... at home with Haley Duff. Yes! I, you want to know all the recipes from Hillary Duff's older, less talented <laughs> right. sister. Isn't right. that great? Why do you care? Yeah, or like... Lauren Conrad. Oh, I have great recipes for you. Now, that is a woman. Granted, I don't believe any of her actual talents in the kitchen, but she has made a lifestyle niche for herself. But I don't really know how that's going. I feel like we haven't been talking about her for a little while. But those are two names that come to mind where it's like, hey, I've, I've reached the point in my celebrity where what can I do next? Surely I can lifestyle it and I can show you how to decorate a paper plate. Right. And then put some kind of chicken on it. Yeah. No, I like Sarah Michelle Geller, you know, like, I don't, uh, yeah. I don't know. Do I care about your Do celebrity we? cookbook? I really don't think so. Evil Longoria. I mean, doesn't Sarah Michelle Geller sell uh, cake mix that you put in a mug? Oh, maybe so. She did try to repackage herself as a little bit of it. And this is what's funny to me when they get there, they get their real life, you know, person on personhood when they're like, they have a family and they start to actually have to cook at home and not be jetted around to all these fabulous places and they start to do this and then they go but i'm gonna package this and sell this to everybody because nobody could possibly be doing this like i'm doing it right because if i make uh if i make a bolognese and nobody watches me do it does it 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 actually count did it did it count did it exist you know the one that i do love the most Mm. i do love an amy sedaris oh she's fantastic I was funny. Her that, crafting stuff. Yeah. Come on. But funny that you mentioned that Stephanie March, yeah. Amy Sedaris, the comedian of uh, strangers with candy, among other things. Mm-hmm. She does it in a way that satirizes it, but she also genuinely it loves embraces it. it and embraces it. Yeah. So yeah, she's she's in my top ten. Yeah, she's totally in the top ten. Uh, let's okay. let's talk some other Nosh news. Yeah. What's other? What's uh, other stuff? Going Halo on? top. How do you feel about the Halo top? Do you I, love it? No. Oh, I you don't. don't. No, I don't love it. If look, if I'm going to be eating ice cream, I'm doing the real thing. Really? If I'm going to get the gut ache and I'm going to get the gas, I'm going for the real thing. <laughs> oh. Like really? Oh, are you like a are you like a maybe a not so lactose favorable? It just makes my stomach rumble. That being said, I love ice cream. Yeah. And I love it all. <laughs> but I know that there will be consequences to my actions and if there if that's the case, Halo Top is not 
really doing it for me. So just for anybody who hasn't heard or doesn't know about Halo Top, it's a low calorie, low sugar, high protein uh, version of ice cream. It's 280 calories per pint total. 280 calories per pint. Nice. They pack 20 grams of protein in those little suckers. You know, in a comparison, if you think about a Briar's vanilla is about 520 calories and um, they have more protein than a Cliff Bar. So this is wow. what they, and the thing is, is they don't market themselves as a diet ice cream. Right. They're not saying like, while it is on there, it says 280 calories a pint. It's not like lose fat and eat. Ice cream. It's not like, yourself. It's not like this is ice milk. This is yes. the greatest diet sensation since 1996. Yes, yes. But I'm telling you what, this company has sold some 13.5 million of those pints. And so I've had a few of them. in 2016. I was say, what do you, what do you have mm-hmm. against it? What do you have against it, Ali? It just if I'm it make <sighs> <laughs> Halo Top. I have consumed pints of Halo Top. Some flavors better than others. Mm -hmm. That being said, if I went for Halo Top, it's because I want to have the physical sensation of eating a pint of ice cream. But the ice cream itself is not as satisfying as... You're more of a purist. You want like uh, yeah. a really creamy, creamy, creamy. I want creamy. a creamy or so I want... watered down. Yeah, well, it's not watered down, mm-hmm. but there's just a certain textural consistency, sen- consistency to mm-hmm. Halo Top. And ultimately, do I want the volume that Halo Top provides or can I eat half the serving and then feel more satiated where if I eat a, the pistachio gelato that I really like? So let me just tell you one thing before I tell you that, of course, they're, you know, that they're opening shops. I just wanted to let you know, if you are looking for something great, I did have Michelle Geyer on our weekly dish radio show this weekend. Yeah. Michelle Geyer is the salty tart locally famous baker, renowned James Beard award, you know, nominee. Um, she has partnered up with uh sweet me creamery, a local Kemp's division to make amazing ice cream. That is beautiful. And we were eating if you actually listen to the podcast of the Weekly Dish, there's an entire segment where I barely talk because my mouth is so full of ice cream while I'm on the air. Oh, must be hard. I know. Must it's a rough, really, it's a rough gig. You. It's a rough gig. But what I'm saying is you want to jump into that. But dialing it back, those are not... If you are looking for a little bit of a, you know, a, you know, a break in the calories, but you still want your... Ice cream. ice cream. You know, the thing is, they've reported a 2,500% increase in sales between 2016 and 2017. Oh, I believe it. So guess what they're doing? Of course, they're going to open scoop shops. Mm-hmm. So it's no longer just something you pull out of your fridge and out of the dairy case in the grocery. They're going to open places all over the country. And that way, in a weird way, maybe that's where that's going to hit you better because it'll be like a smaller scoop mm-hmm. and you can sort of customize what you want on it. That might be better for you. Are they opening any Halo Top scoop shops in the Twin Cities. Mm. They have not said yet. Oh my gosh. They have not said yet. Speaking of ice cream that is coming to the Twin Cities, <gasps> yes. I'm throwing you uh, oh, a curveball here, Stephanie Marsh. Do it! I want to know when Sweet Jesus is opening at the Mall of America, the Canadian soft serve ice cream shop. Well, mm. you know they've had some problems. They've had some controversy concerning their name. Yes. And some people did not like it. I know. And we are Midwesterners, and maybe that's a thing. But I, they, I, they're still coming. As far as I know, that they are still coming. Because that is an Instagram account that is worth following. It is. And it is. They're a fun bunch. I'm sorry. It is nothing religious. It's just the thing of like when you see something you really love and you go, oh, sweet 
Jesus. Yeah, and that's the name of the ice cream. I yeah. immediately want some just because I know why people say sweet uh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, look at I'm you. You just, you just want to push buttons on it. I, yeah. I, I want to push buttons and eat ice cream too. <laughs> yes. Oh, but there's so many great local ice cream shops here. Now I really we want really, some ice cream. Now you're now, on the ice cream situation. No, we don't have any. No. In front of our faces. And that's really, <laughs> really sad. You that know, uh, later on in the hour, we're going to talk uh, a couple of things that are happening this week in the world of Minnesota beverages. But yes. we will get back to that later on in the hour because we have to take a break right now. Elizabeth Reese is coming in with the Dirt Alert. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with the Dirt Alert. And before we move on to the Dirt Alert, we have to solve a very important mystery that happened on Instagram over the weekend on your account, Elizabeth Reese. At Eliz Reese, yes. Where was the salad in your wedge salad that you made over the weekend? I saw nothing, no, nothing that indicated green whatsoever. There was in a that quarter photograph. of a head of nutritionally devoid oh. iceberg lettuce underneath blue cheese, bacon, lardon. And there were some chives on top there, you little snooty. Oh, there were chives from my garden, Holly. Ah, <laughs> oh, it looked delectable. Thank you. Oh, Mouth water. I had a lot of people ask me where I got that wedge salad. And I said, peeps, my kitchen. I my made that kitchen. bad boy. And it's so easy. That's the real funny thing. It's it's iceberg salad, you know, lettuce. Iceberg lettuce. You can use romaine if you want to, you know, have vitamins. But who needs that on no. occasion? It is but merely the vessel oh, God, for that, the blue cheese and the for bacon. For the blue cheese and the bacon. I want that so hard. That, Holly, is exactly the purpose of the wedge. It's very crispy and delicious. There are negligible amounts of vitamin A and vitamin C in iceberg. I looked it up over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right, it! Here's what we've got. Now let's get to the dirt. Sarah Gilbert standing behind ABC's decision to cancel Roseanne. That's getting a lot of attention today and uh, she was on the talk during their first live episode following a week of pre-taped episodes so they weren't weighing in on Roseanne being canceled and she said I'd like to say this has been a very difficult week. She said a lot of people have been hurt by this. I will say I'm proud of the show we made. The show has always been about diversity, love and inclusion and it's sad to see it end this way. I'm sad for the people who lost their jobs in the process. However, I do stand behind the decision ABC made. You know, Sarah Gilbert was yeah. instrumental in making this happen. She was the one who was having the conversations behind the scenes. She was the one who was bringing it up and going, "Well, I would do it. Would you do it?" And then everybody mm-hmm. said, well, if you're going to do it, I would do it. So let's do it. And, and she was a supervising producer on the Roseanne reboot. So she had a vested interest in that show's success much more, I would say, than some of her other co-stars. 100%. She, of course, plays Roseanne's daughter, Darlene, on the show. And uh, she tweeted out right away after Roseanne's tweet storm disaster and uh, just has had a consistent message. I mean, it's 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 no surprise. Everybody knows how Sarah Gilbert feels about right. a lot of things. And right. um, yep. this would be certainly something that we would expect would be um, she would be unable to continue with that kind of a coworker. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a given, I think. Yeah. So there you go. Um, this Eminem and Nicki Minaj thing. Is- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's just kind of fun. Is it still happening? And they're just What like, is going on? They're just back and forth. I mean, I wonder if this is going to turn into a real life love story. You know, it started when Nikki uh, gave Eminem a shout out. They've been going back and forth on social media and then at their concerts saying stuff about each other. And it got everybody wondering, were they really dating? It was a joke. They were just having fun with it. Mm-hmm. But Eminem gave Nicki Minaj another shout out during the Governor's Ball concert. And he he called her his wifey. And he said, we go together. Aww. <laughs> he said, Nikki, let's do this. I'm going to tell you something about Nikki that she don't even know. We go together. That's what he told the crowd. This could turn into something. Do you think that they're just going to will this into being? Well, of course, there was the whole thing a couple of weeks ago when somebody asked Nicki Minaj on Instagram are if you? she and Eminem yeah. are a thing. And she just replied with one word. And that word was yes. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, well. And then they've been joking back and forth. Um, Eminem told another fan. Girl, you know it's true. And then ooh, she ooh, wrote back, ooh, babe, I thought we were going to keep it on the low till the wedding. Yikes, I'll talk to you when I get home. It's been like this fun thing. But, you know, a lot of people have started their relationships on social media. They I certainly know. wouldn't be the first. And you kind of do like a little social media flirtation. It's a flirty flirt. It's a safe place to test the waters mm-hmm. and see what's going on. And they are both, I mean, imagine like just the quick speech that would happen between the two of them. It would be poetic. Yeah. Seemed like she too much woman for him. No. <laughs> oh, that's, that's just me over here. I don't know. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. His daughter, Haley Mathers, talking uh, about her future after college. It's kind of interesting to think about like what the kids of these huge celebrities do. Mm-hmm. So she went to Michigan State University and she uh, started an Instagram account in 2016 while she was at Michigan State. She's 22. She already has almost a million followers on Instagram and guess Mm -hmm. what that means my friends money 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 honey Uh, she has viral she has uh, modeling shots that she'll post that just go viral like crazy Uh, she was asked about her plan now that she's graduated she said I'm not sure yet it's kind of up in the air still people have been reaching out through Instagram as I don't have any management yeah, we were talking about this earlier in the show about Haley Mathers's career possibly as a social media influencer and the fact For that sure. this is this is something that she's really considering as 22 years old as a college graduate that this is this is a possibly viable career option for her immediately in the future. And not even Haley Mathers. I mean, it's just like average, you know, Angie who goes to the U of M is thinking about how Sally can I get my career as an influencer this mm-hmm. is and we, we had this whole discussion of how that is so how and I, what i said is what is Haley into is she like yeah. is if if it's modeling then then i can see that but is it is she maybe into cars or is it a music or what is it because you have to be authentic because if you're not then it's not gonna work right and who is she besides the daughter of eminem this would you know, be the what, freakiest part right, for me well, because one of the things i'm sure people are really fascinated and follow Haley Haley mathers is because eminem talked about her so explicitly in his early career and probably still does so i don't really 
follow him that much. But, you know, his old music from back in the early 2000s, he was name dropping her all the time. And so there's a curiosity factor. Who is this little Haley now? And what does she look like? Oh, she's an attractive young woman who graduated from Michigan State. She had to have a major. I wonder what it was. Psychology. Oh, yeah. She said she studied psychology and graduated near the top of the class. She was on the dean's list or whatever. Not a lot of influence in Instagramming and psychology, probably. Maybe it was how to handle the psychology of weighing your worth based on your likes. Yes. Mm. Oh, poor people. This is life. This is life in the big city. I I know. know. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so Tristan uh, Thompson got his undies all in a bunch. He walked out of an interview about after a question was asked about his basketball playing skills. (laughs) One reporter asked whether he felt helpless guarding Warrior star Stephen Curry, who led um, the game in the NBA Finals by 33 points, with 33 points, record-breaking nine three-pointers. Then Tristan Thompson goes off and just shouts a spew of F-bombs and says, I am never helpless with no guy in the NBA. Bleep that. Bleep, bleep, bleep. So he had expletives (laughs) for... The interview about his profession. He's such a baby. But it wasn't anything about Khloe Kardashian. He didn't release any expletives about that. This was solely just being asked about basketball. This was if you weren't, didn't do a good job guarding the guy who scored 33 points. Clearly, you didn't. No. But he's a baby. He's a baby. He's a whiny baby. Among other things. Among other things. I know. Mm. In other Kardashian news. Scott Disick and Sophia Ritchie have been making all sorts of headlines today. It's a slow day, folks. I mean, this is just it's the reality Monday. It's of Monday. Monday in the summer. Summer right. Mondays are not right. easy. Summer Mondays <laughs> or summer Fridays. I don't know which ones are tougher. Right. After last week, I'm kind of happy with a slow Monday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's okay. true. That is true. <laughs> I know that's fair. Uh, Scott Disick and Sophia Ritchie, uh, they are still hanging out together. So they went to Nobu I thought they for lunch up. on Monday. No, they did. They, there were rumors that he, they broke up because... He was uh, photographed with his hand up the jacket of another lady. Oh, my goodness. And that was not a friend motion, folks. He was apparently saying they've known each other for years. And I have a lot of friends and I don't stick my hands up their shirts when I see them. I'm just going to put that out there. Be a different kind are of you friend? sure they're Holly. really your friends then? <laughs> How do you know? Are you, are you positive? <laughs> when I stick my hand up their shirt and I snap the bra, that means we're BFFs forever. Kenny, what kind of social circles are you running in? Don't answer that question. <laughs> uh, Don't answer that crazy. What the heck does Scott Disick do anyways? He goes to lunch at Nobu, which just sounds lovely. That does. That really does sound lovely. All right, guys, I'm going to oh, go make a wedge salad. Thanks, do Elizabeth. It, do, it. do it and let us not see a bit of iceberg or romaine lettuce <laughs> a bacon sa- a bacon salad yeah a bacon salad mm-hmm. oh my goodness maybe not as tasty as what's happening out on the road welcome back to the Lori and julia show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment streaming live at my talk 1071.com Lori, julia donnie out they will be back tomorrow i'm holly steph march sonny here thank you ladies for hanging out with us this afternoon now it is monday at 5 30 and we're not doing sex monday i'm just gonna put that <laughs> i'm just putting that out there we're not yeah. gonna, because <laughs> why i cannot do it justice oh i will tell you i cannot do the just the, the segment justice <laughs> I tried doing pickup lines on Friday at this time. Mm, yeah. And I, I told, that. yeah, you remember that. <laughs> yeah. You remember that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Have faith in yourself, Holly. Oh my gosh. Well, I do have faith in a couple of the uh, little tidbits that Stephanie March has brought us in concerning local libations. Oh. What's going on? Guess what? What? It's Negroni week. Yes. How do you feel about Negronis? I'm okay. 
Do you guys? Okay, so uh, let us ex- explain yeah, what's in. Do you know what a Negroni is, Sonny? Have I, you had a Negroni? I don't, but it sounds really good. It is a cocktail. It's a classic cocktail that has become one of those things of favor. You know, it's sort of become a thing having different kinds of Negronis. Negroni, of course, is gin and usually Campari, which is sort of an amaro, which is sort of a bitter red, bright red bitter uh, aperitif. So it's usually a liqueur. You know, that it's usually like an up cocktail that has been served. Bartenders around town, actually around the country, have gotten so kooky for it that they've created this Negroni Week, which happens nationally across the country. People are celebrating Negroni Week. You can celebrate it here at like over 50 places, I think, in town. I have a question for the people that didn't understand the words you used. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. We heard, yes. I heard gin. Gin. And then you lost me after that. Do you know what Campari is? <laughs> no, I don't. Or oh. Artori, the other word you said. Oh, Amaro. <laughs> So basically, a Negroni is a very uh, iconic Italian cocktail. Okay. It's gin, and then usually a little bit of vermouth, red vermouth, and then Campari. And Campari is a very bitter red liqueur. Mm, and it's okay. usually got a little bit of an orange peel, orange peel. And when you say bitter, it's got that sort of tangy bitter. You know, okay. it's not like sour. It's just got that nice bite in the My back. first Campari experience, I made a huge mistake. Yeah. It was Campari on the rocks. Oh. Ooh, Ooh. that was nasty. I was like, ooh, look at this. This is bright red. It has an orange on it. This is great. This is going to be fantastic. My girlfriend and I are going to be so sophisticated. Yeah. yeah. No. Did no, the bartender no, say, no. hey, you want to... I just no, I think they were looking at us like stupid American ah, it's, ordering it, this drink. It, yeah, oh God, you were in Italy when you I did it? I was in Italy oh. when I did this. They were like, you were dumb. You yeah. were so dumb, but we're going to take your money. We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, the thing about it is it looks like it's going to be a super cherry sweet thing. And then you get hit with this sort of tart, tangy, That's what I'm dry. saying. That's I love what I'm it. saying. I know. So here's the deal. I'm going to tell you this too. It benefits uh, if you go out to the local bars during Negroni week, it benefits uh, local charities. So if you order a Negroni, they'll have a featured Negroni special and a portion of the proceeds will go to. And of course, a lot of them are doing no kid hungry, which kind of goes into what, you know, everybody wants to do and help feed kids this summer. Right. That's awesome. So I'm going to I'm going to tell you a couple just to get your mouths watering. Do it. Uh, the, if you want to go to Parlor St. Paul, the new parlor bar in St. Paul on West 7th. Yeah. Have you seen this? I walked by before it was open. You got to you got to pop in. It's okay. a good. It's a finer diner and it's got the parlor burger. Yeah. And you can have a Negroni with a parlor burger. I'm just letting you know it's okay. <laughs> Thank you for They're, your permission. <laughs> you're welcome. They're doing a beef eater gin with fennel Dolan Blanc vermouth. And a little bit of strawberry Campari. So that one may have a little bit of a, a sweet, sweet vegetal sort of situation nice. to it, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of okay. Um, I'll let you know that, um, let's see, who else? Let's go to Minneapolis. The Red Cow in Uptown. Lots of people love that place. And they are doing a special. Oh, they don't have theirs posted. Never mind. Just kidding. But they are doing a special. Just to be clear, um, the other places, Firelight Grill House and Cocktail Bar in Bloomington, the Mason Jar in Egan, just as we're going out, so you mm-hmm. don't have to just stay in the city. Four Bells in, have you guys been to Four Bells? No. no. On Loring, no. really? Oh, you guys. You See, this is where I'm like, That's really? why you're here. I know. Four <laughs> Bells is in Loring Park. They took over, remember the old Joe's? Yes. You remember that? Oh, pfft. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Four Bells mm-hmm. has got a great sort of seafood, low country cooking kind of vibe. They are doing a bunch of different Negronis. And one thing that I love that they have, you guys, on the rooftop bar, a Negroni slushy. Okay. I'm in. You're I'm in. in. I'm done. London Dry Gin. I want to start with that one. Yes. Yes. Dolan, Blu- Dolan Blanc Vermouth. Fresh grapefruit juice in that one.
So nummy. Also, they have a summer uh, Negroni with uh, gin and orange oil with rosemary and Campari. And they also have a beet Negroni. How do you feel about that? Uh, it's got beet-infused London dry gin. So it's beet-infused gin. It's got Capaletti Aperitivo. Coca. These are nothing to anybody but bartenders and people. Coca Rosa <laughs> Vermouth. And a little bit of orange oil. To give you a little that bit. That sounds really fancy, and yeah. I would try it, yeah, and but I would you're drink gonna, it. And then but you're going to go upstairs for the beet slushy, or yeah, for the Negroni slushy. And then slushy. I'm going to go upstairs for the slushy, because I'm like that. But if you don't like cocktails, maybe hard liquor is not your thing. Right. Maybe it's not your thing. You have other options, right? You know what else it is? It's Minnesota Cider Guild's Minnesota Cider Week. Woo! So is cider still hot? It is hotter than ever. It is not hot, as in temperature hot. It is cool. It is, it is cool. But it is delicious and very much so in the focus. And there's tap rooms opening um, in the North Loop, number 12 Cider House, which is one of my favorites because they do very classic dry ciders, those almost like wine, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And they are out in Buffalo at Deer Lake Orchard. And now they're talking about opening a tap room in North Loop. That is sweet. With a bunch of different ciders. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on this week with uh, there's, you know, tap takeovers. You can go ahead and hit up like Black Sheep Pizza. You can hit up Grumpy's in Northeast. You can hit up uh, New Bohemia in Uptown Republic. These guys are all going to have special Minnesota craft, uh, you know, cider on tap. But then you can also hit up um, St. Genevieve just did a Brittany. Oh, that, that brunch is over. Too bad. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. There is a fun five-course uh, Hasty Tasty Cider Dinner, and that is on Wednesday. And it's a five-course dinner paired with craft ciders from Keepsake Cidery, Shaxbury, and Sweetland Orchard. And that's a place that's on uh, Lindale and Lake. Yeah, they took they over just... the old Falafel King spot mm-hmm. right there. Um, and then, of course, the big thing is there is a big Minnesota Craft Cider Festival on the 9th, Saturday. And that happens from 1 to 5, and it's fifty. It's like $50 tickets. You can sip some 90-plus ciders from wow. here and around the country and then even the world. Ooh. Craft ciders, people. I'm telling you, it is really, it's 55 bucks VIP tickets. General admission is 40 and it's over at the Como Lakeside Pavilion. They're really hot right now. Not temperature, but they're really cool. They are very, very cool. In temperature. And they're, the thing about Minnesota is that we are just a natural apple state. So it makes sense that we would have, you know, these cideries popping up. And one of the big things is that I know a lot of them said that we, because we were agrarian and because we went into more farm and retail production, we lost a lot of the heirloom varieties that you make of apples that you make cider with. Mm-hmm. And these people are bringing those back to the landscape. So that's kind of nice. Go celebrate. It is happy hour right now in a lot of places for another 20 minutes. So go get get your Negroni, get your cider. Do it. Refresh yourself. I'm still going to Negroni tonight. (laughs) Yeah. I'm in. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, we got to take a break. And when we get back, we're going to wrap up with some of the biggest celebrity headlines of the day here on the Lori and Julia show with Holly, Steph March, with Sonny. We'll be right back. Oh, thank you for hanging out with us on this lovely Monday afternoon. Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. It's almost done. We're almost moving on to Tuesday. But before we do, we're just going to hang out in this last segment of the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Lori, Julia, Donnie out today. They'll be back tomorrow. I'm Holly. I'm here with Stephanie March. Thank you, Stephanie. Hey. For hanging out with us. You can hear her every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on the Weekly Dish with your co-host. Stephanie Hansen. For sure. For sure. And also you can read her um, at mspmag.com and on the lovely analog publication.
Minneapolis St. Paul magazine. <laughs> Paper. Print. It is here. It's, it's here. what the kids are like in these days. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And Sonny's here too. Thank you, Sonny, for hanging out with us this afternoon. But of course. I don't really have a favorite headline of the day, but I thought we could go over some of the celebrity headlines of the day. Just go over what was making news today. Uh, one of the things we talked about uh, in the Dirt Alert, we did talk about Sarah Gilbert standing behind ABC's decision to cancel Roseanne. She was on her talk show, The Talk, today. And this is what she had to say. She said, a lot of people People have been hurt by this, uh, Roseanne, and I will say I'm proud of the show we made. This show has always been about diversity, love, and inclusion, and it's sad to see it end this way. I'm sad for the people who lost their jobs in the process. However, I do stand behind the decision ABC made. Mm. Said with diplomacy, said like a producer. Yes. What do you think? Intelligence and compassion and all sorts of things. Yes. Exactly. Uh, people are talking about Ariana Grande on the cover of Vogue and the fact that she's unrecognizable without her ponytail. What? <laughs> Shocking. You know, Ariana Grande, of course, she's coming out with new music again, and she is on the cover of Vogue magazine, and people are just shocked that she is a blonde without a oh. ponytail <laughs> on the cover of British Vogue magazine. You wouldn't even recognize her, quite frankly. Honestly, no, and especially the angle that it's shot and her, it, like, you're right, it doesn't look like her. No, I don't know what to do. Although I do like her new song at first. Well, let's grow up a little bit. It, like it's about time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, You don't exactly. wear a ponytail on Vogue. Yeah. Now, what do you guys think about this? This was something else that was making headlines today. Uh, of course, uh, in the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about Ariana Grande and the fact that she's hooking up with Pete Davidson from SNL. <gasps> what? You didn't know this. I didn't know this. Yes, they're totally a thing now, and they're being pretty public about their hookup. Oh. In fact, Pete Davidson, so enamored with Ariana Grande, then he went and got himself an Ariana Grande tattoo. No, he did not. He totally did. did he oh, really? Pete. Yes. He got little bunny ears behind his neck. You know, the little mask, the bunny ear mask that Ariana Grande wears. He got that tattoo behind his ear. What do we think of this? (sighs) I worry about about Pete's stability because he's kind of, you know, been through some stuff. Mm -hmm. I just worry about that. That's kind of cute. It's very sweet, but it's also a little worse. He also got the initials AG on his thumb. Oh, wow. They're not even like they're not married, right? They've been together for like a week. (laughs) <laughs> Literally a week. Must be a really, really, oh, Pete. really good week. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. God love it. I All right, Pete. Know. Well done. <laughs> All right. Um, Ashley Simpson is in the news today. I have to bring you this story because it has been trending today. In okay. case you're wondering, why the heck is Ashley Simpson trending on my social media feed this afternoon? <laughs> she is talking about the fact that her mother-in-law, the one, the only, Miss Diana Ross was watching her deliver her child. Wait. Did you know this? Now, Ashley Simpson is married. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Let me fill in the blanks for you, in case you didn't know, because we haven't really talked about Ashley Simpson since since she did the hoedown dance on Saturday Night Live, essentially. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Ashley Simpson is married to Evan Ross. Evan Ross is the son of one legendary Diana Ross. And so Diana Ross is the mother-in-law of Ashley Simpson. Stephanie, I am not kidding. You are looking at me right now like I just unveiled a deep mystery. That's one of those like six degrees of separation. Okay, Mm -hmm. wait. So Ashley Simpson 
Oh, she's Jessica Simpson's sister. I'm just yep. remembering, like, why do I know her? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Ashley Simpson, she's in the news because she's doing a clothing brand collaboration with her husband, Evan Ross. So now we have to talk about them in the news. And the way that she's getting us to talk about her is that she's revealing that Diana Ross was there, just walked into the nurse's delivery room and was right there helping delivering the baby. I mean, what can that woman not do? Wow. What would you do if your mother-in-law <laughs> just know, barged man. in? You're just like feeding the stirrups. Yeah. Getting ready to like bring new life into this earth. And you're like, mm, what? I mean, even if your mother-in-law was as fabulous as Diana Ross. Right. I feel like that might be a little. It's it, a little much. You know, it's a little much. So That's much. just not the time to do that. I, yeah. I, I don't remember myself being really nice upon the feet entering the stirrups. <laughs> right. But everybody else's experiences might be a little different than mine. So. I'm thinking that the only people in that room should just be the doctors yeah. and the yeah. direct. That sounds fair. Another headline that you think is from 2005, but is actually from 2018. Want to give this to you? A little throwback. Audrina Patridge from The Hills. Yes. Mm-hmm. She has reunited with Ashley Simpson's ex, Ryan Cabrera. And she says that she is real happy right now. I just want to throw it back to you and give you that headline. That's Audrina Part. Is she still in New York doing designy things? She never did. Oh, I thought she did. No, Audrina Patridge. No, that was Whitney. Oh, you're right. That was Whitney. That was Whitney. Let me school you on okay. your old school MTV uh-huh. The Hills lineage. But apparently, Audrina Patridge with Ryan Cabrera. I'm giving you this because Page Six is giving this to me. Why not? <laughs> Why, Why not? not? All right. Uh, uh, other headlines of the day. MGM is close to bringing back Reese Witherspoon for Legally Blonde 3. Now that one I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're here for this one. Mm-hmm. We're really excited about this. Okay, good. Um, also, uh, let's see what else is in the headlines. Um, well, this is something that uh, Sonny has touched on. One of the big headlines of the day in the dirt alerts that Janet Jackson called the police for a welfare check on her son over the weekend and Saturday. She was in Malibu or she had the call in Malibu. Uh, her estranged husband was there and, uh, allegedly had her son and she was concerned that uh, maybe there was some drugs happening in Ugh. front of the kid. I don't mm. know. LAPD checked and everything's good. Okay. Yeah. So That's letting good. you know. I swear when I read that headline, I I thought, <laughs> this is my little simple life. I read welfare check. I thought that they that's what they were arguing. About. Oh, like a physical oh, welfare physical. check. I'm like, what is going on in, in June 2018? Oh, my Janet. gosh. Well, what uh, what's going on? Simon Cowell's making headlines today because he says he's loving life without cell phone. Got to uh, let you know that one in yeah. case you were really interested in what Simon. This is a throwback. This is a throwback headline. This is of today's program. <laughs> I can't help it. This is what page six and other people are delivering us today on this, this is Monday. It. This in is a June. Monday in June. He said, I have literally not been on my phone for 10 months. Wait, this is Simon Cowell. This is Simon Cowell, former judge of American Idol. America's he has got people talent. to take care of stuff. I know this is the thing. Like you, I mean, that's lovely that you get to have people take care of your things. So you are allowed to disconnect like that and that, then still have relevance. Right. That's what I've always thought when you know, you know that you are in a position of power. If you can actively disengage from technology and then brag about it. Yeah. If you say like Anna Wintour, the editor in chief of Vogue magazine, allegedly she still uses a flip phone. Well, the reason that she can do that 
is because she has three assistants who are completely connected (laughs) 24-7 to their iPhones, their laptops, and whatever, doing the dirty work for Anna. And then they just give her an old text. And then maybe she texts back where she pushes A, 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 B, C, D. Oh, my God. That is Yeah. Remember that? When we used to do that? Same with Simon Cowell. He probably has five assistants across the world. Right. Who may, you know, who checks in and then they they call and they like he may have an assistant on site and then that assistant checks in with other people. I mean, (sighs) his phone is not a phone because he has people. Yeah. His people people are the phones. His people are the phones. (laughs) It's the same thing. Mind blown. Finally, want to give you this headline. Top of people.com this afternoon. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's future daughters will not inherit titles. I guess apparently the Duke Duke and Duchess of Sussex, that is only able to be passed down to male heirs. Now watch out for the laws to change. I'm sure Queen Elizabeth II. Can't we do a little something something with that? Yeah. Can't we do a little zhuzhing? How about we do a little something? Yeah. How about QE2? You You might want to change that for yeah. your future great-grandchildren yeah because they did change that actually back with the succession uh, to the crown act in 2013 they changed that so charlotte is now officially third in line for the crown oh great so william george charlotte okay so we can do it come on 2018 i'm just saying <laughs> yeah Ashley Simpson. Ashley Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for hanging out with us so much. Uh, Lori, Julia, Donnie, don't worry. They will be back tomorrow. They back to your regularly scheduled program tomorrow. But thank you, Stephanie March. Thank you, Sonny, for hanging out.